TikTok is suing the Trump administration to try and stop an executive order banning transactions with the app. We've got highlights from DC Comics' fandom convention over the weekend. And we're joined by Ritu Arya, the breakout star of season two of Netflix's The Umbrella Academy. The date, August 24th, 2020. The time, music clock. Hey friends, I'm Hayes Brown. And I'm Casey Rackham. Welcome to BuzzFeed's News O'Clock. I gotta say, Casey, uh, before we dive in, uh, shout out and prayers to the Gulf Coast, because they're dealing with not one, but two storms coming their way right now. Mm, Yes, I kept seeing GIFs of them on Twitter, of them overlapping. Although now, every day it's changing, so hopeful that they don't overlap too much. Right, they're moving, they're shifting. It looks like both of them are going to be hitting within the next like 48 hours, but one might be a hurricane, one might be a tropical storm. It's weather is wild right now. You're not, you're in LA, so are there fires near you yet? I mean, you walk outside and smell like the faint smell of fires in the distance. I don't think that we're getting it as big as Northern California is right now, but you know, you know, Southern California has had their fair share of fires these past couple years. Uh, yes, you guys have. Okay, on that despondent note, it's time for today's top stories. Here's what you need to know. The president yesterday announced what he claimed was a major breakthrough treatment for COVID-19 that experts say is already in widespread use. In a press conference on Sunday evening, President Trump announced that the Food and Drug Administration had granted an emergency use authorization for convalescent plasma to be used to treat COVID-19 patients. Plasma is the part of the blood from people who've recovered from COVID-19 that's rich in antibodies and is currently already being used in hospitals around the country as an emergency treatment, with anecdotal evidence showing some slight improvement among patients. The issue is that there's been no randomized trials of the treatment yet that show it's effective despite this new order. The announcement comes on the heels of the president tweeting on Saturday that any delays to vaccines and other treatments from the FDA were because of, quote, the deep state or whoever over at the FDA. He also falsely accused the FDA of delaying said treatments until after the election. Trump was reportedly echoing his top trade advisor, Peter Navarro, who in a meeting with FDA officials reportedly said, quote, you are all deep state and you need to get on Trump time. Also, Police shot a black man in the back in Wisconsin, prompting protests there and calls for justice from around the country. In a video that was filmed and put up on social media, 29-year-old Jacob Blake of Kenosha, Wisconsin, can be seen walking away from several police officers. When Blake opens the door to his car, one of the officers grabs his shirt and shoots him several times. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump has said on Twitter that Blake's children were in the car at the time. The officers at the scene were there responding to a domestic incident, the Kenosha Police Department said. The Wisconsin Department of Justice released a statement saying its Division of Criminal Investigation will be investigating the shooting and that the officers involved have been placed on administrative leave. Blake's shooting was actually the second case of a police officer shooting a black man in the back over the weekend. In Lafayette, Louisiana, police shot 31-year-old Trayford Pellerin after they were called to respond to an alleged disturbance at a convenience store. Pellerin reportedly had a knife per the police and was walking away from them when he was shot 10 times. While Blake's family says he's recovering post-surgery, Pellerin died on Saturday. And finally, TikTok is suing the Trump administration over a pending ban on the social media app that the president signed earlier this month. In the executive order from President Trump, TikTok's parent company ByteDance has until September 15th to sell off the U.S. arm of the social media app or risk it being blocked entirely. The order invokes the International Emergency Economic Powers Act, which lets the president regulate economic activity in a national security crisis. 
But now TikTok says in its suit filed in federal court that the Trump administration, quote, failed to follow due process and act in good faith, neither providing evidence that TikTok was an actual threat nor justification for its punitive actions. It also notes that TikTok's CEO, global chief security officer, and general counsel are all Americans based in the U.S., and that its U.S. content moderation is likewise run by a U.S.-based team and operates completely independently from China. The suit will play out alongside the company's negotiations to sell off part of the company to a U.S. owner. So far, we know that Microsoft is deep into talks with ByteDance, but apparently so is the tech company Oracle. But unlike Microsoft, Oracle has close ties to the Trump administration. Mm. Back to the story about the two shootings over the weekend. I mean, it's just tough. And these conversations are being brought up again. I mean, it's not again. They've been continuing for these like past three months. But just talking about how the reaction was for the police to shoot these men. And that just, why is that the reaction? I think people like when people talk about police reform or abolishing the police, it's really just reflecting and thinking on how the police are in our society. And it's like, no, those men don't deserve a death sentence. That's at the end of the day that that is the case. And the fact that that's what's happening right now with these police shootings is not okay. And so that is the reflection that's coming online. And hopefully these are the conversations that are being had in the government. Right. I mean, I completely agree. Like lethal force should be an absolute last resort. And in so many of the situations, it's clearly closer to like a first or second resort. Like in in the case in Louisiana, the guy had a knife. He's walking away from the police. There's no real reason for you to shoot him in that moment. He's not actively threatening you in that moment. And 10 shots. 10, ten. shots. It's so much. Ugh. All right, Casey, what have you got today? Well, first, Vanessa Bryant posted an emotional tribute to her late husband, Kobe Bryant, on Sunday, which would have been his 42nd birthday. In a moving and heartbreaking Instagram post, she wrote, To my baby, happy birthday. I love you and miss you more than I can ever explain. I wish you and Gigi were here to celebrate you. I wish I could make you your fave food or birthday cake with my Gigi. I miss your big hugs, your kisses, your smile, your loud-ass deep laugh. She goes on to say that she wishes she could wake up from this horrible nightmare and that she is, quote, completely broken inside, but that she puts on a smile so that their strong and resilient daughter's days shine a little brighter. She ends the post saying that she knows Gigi is celebrating Kobe and his birthday just like she always did. This is the first of her late husband's birthday she celebrated since Kobe, their 13-year-old daughter Gigi, and seven others died in a helicopter crash in California this past January. Moving on, DC Comics held the DC Fandom virtual convention over the weekend, showing off their upcoming releases. With panels and previews and special teasers for fans, the whole thing felt like a miniature version of San Diego Comic-Con. Among the long list of reveals were the full cast lineup of the Suicide Squad sequel, a new video game called Gotham Knights, where Batman is supposedly dead, and the first trailer for The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson as the Dark Knight. The hell are you supposed to be? I'm vengeance. 
We also learned that, yes, we are officially getting a director's cut of the 2017 Justice League movie. The so-called Zack Snyder cut will be four hours long and premiere on HBO Max over four parts, which will then be available as a full movie. But personally, I'm most excited for the new trailer for Wonder Woman 1984, which featured our first look at Kristen Wiig as supervillain Cheetah. I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be an apex predator. Okay, really quickly on the Batman, I'm kind of (laughs) surprised that I didn't mind Robert Pattinson's Batman voice there. No, I didn't mind it either. I do think for for both Kristen Wiig and Robert Pattinson, I really do feel like it's going to be these things of when you see these movies, are you able to take yourself out of the mindset of the roles that you usually see them in? And can you just accept them being in these roles? And it's like, I'm all for actor growth and evolution. And so it's like, even though Kristen Wiig, I keep thinking everything she's going to say is a joke, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, okay, be serious. We're being serious right now. <laughs> Um, also, I have to laugh so much. Um, I Over the weekend, I told my boyfriend, I was like, oh, the new Wonder Woman trailer came out. And he's like, I already saw it. It was the Imagine video. Oh, <laughs> with the zing. It got me. It was like 9 a.m. in the morning. And I was like, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, that rough. That's that's rough, but deserved. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we've got actress Ritu Arya from Netflix's The Umbrella Academy. Stay right there. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hi, I'm Robert Sex Reese, host of the Dr. Sex Reese Show. And every episode, I listen to people talk about their sex and intimacy issues and yes... I despise every minute of it. I yeah. mean, she, she made mistakes too, right? That's I mean, true. She, she did she... kill everyone at her wedding. But hell is real. We're all trapped here, and there's nothing any of us can do about it. So join me, won't you? Listen to the Dr. Sex Reese Show every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. We're delighted today to be talking to breakout fan favorite Ritu Arya, who plays Lila Pitts in season two. Ritu, thanks for joining us. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> so how did you first get into acting? What was your first role where you were like, yes, this is it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know. I guess it wasn't like a role. I I watched a lot of Bollywood when I was little and there's a huge superstar called Shah Rukh Khan, who I was just mesmerized by. So I was like, I want to do that, mom. And uh, so she 
kind of sent me to this uh, Saturday drama school. And, uh, and that was actually, I didn't enjoy it that much. So then I stopped for a few years and then I got back into it. <laughs> when I went to school, you know, school plays and that. It was fun. So before Umbrella Academy, you did spots on the BBC Sherlock and their show Humans. Have you been going for shows on purpose that are this kind of like nerdy kind of show with a hey, lot of fandom on purpose? what do you mean purpose? nerdy? Oh, I mean nerdy. I mean, you, you look at Sherlock fans and tell me they're not nerdy? Excuse me, I'm going to stick up for the Sherlock fans because I think you are judging them and I don't appreciate that. I got you. Oh, no. I am speaking as one no. of them. Hayes is the biggest nerd in the entire world. <laughs> this is in solidarity with them, my people. Um, I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Uh, like starting off as an actor, I don't think I had that much choice in the roles. Like uh, you're just sort of taking what you get and just trying to get good. Um, and like luckily if the show is good, you know, it does well. And, um, and if it doesn't, then it doesn't. So I think, you know, over the last, like maybe the last few years, I've been just picking roles that I really like. Um, for me, I guess it's more about the character as opposed Mm -hmm. to, to anything else, like compared to genre or like how big the show is or whatever. It, It always comes down to character for me, I think. Okay, we're going to try to make this as spoiler-free as we can for people who haven't seen the second season yet, but what was your first impression of the character you play in Umbrella Academy, Lila Pitts? I mean, I thought she was so great. The first impression was just an audition, um, like some sides that they wrote, and I had no no idea about anything about her except just what was written on that page, and she was so... Um, you know, playful and kind of weird and um, uninhibited and uh, like mischievous. So it was really fun to to play. And then it wasn't until um, having a meeting with the showrunner, Steve Blackman, um, where he told me more about her, which was exciting because then I found out, wow, she's like, you know, pretty crucial. She's like, with, like, in the whole series, I, I thought she might just be in an episode or something. So um, it was amazing to see how how much she developed. So for people who haven't seen the show, there's like a lot of action. There's fight scenes. And I saw that you pulled a muscle during the first week of training for the show. Once you got past that, did you have a favorite part of the training process? I loved the training. And I think that's why I pulled a muscle. I mean, it was kind of minor, but it was because I didn't, I'd never done anything like that before. So it was really kind of a blessing in disguise because it made me think, oh, like you have to stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Key. Huge. So I'm glad that happened because it meant that for the next six months I didn't like get injured when it was actually, you know, important to stay fit and healthy. So I gotta ask, is your mind ever just completely blown when you remember that the creator of the Umbrella Academy comic book series is Gerard Way, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance? Yeah, I was a huge fan. Um, I have to do this thing, I think, of like blocking out that kind of stuff when I'm doing a role or auditioning and whatever, because else you're just you just become like completely weird. Because you're like, oh my God, <laughs> how do I act normal in front of this person? So I just, I, I don't know, I'm able to like let that stuff go. But yeah, I was a huge fan. I mean, he, he probably has no idea. I don't think, I mean, I've talked to him a bit, but I was just like, hello, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Too shy. 
<laughs> so the movie Red Notice with Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and you is supposed to start shooting again next month after taking a break due to the pandemic. What's it been like trying to cope with the delays during this pandemic? Uh, yeah, it's it's been interesting because there was a time where I, I didn't know if we would be able to finish the film. I didn't know if they would have to because we don't know what's going on in the world right so so it's been a lot of uncertainty and just trying to cope with that which I think was you know hard for a lot of us I guess maybe it's I'm kind of used to it as an actor you are in so much uncertainty all the time so it's like every day that goes by is like you know I'm a kid what should I do today um but you know keeping fit having a stable mind meditating looking after yourself having compassion for others like I think just what everyone else has been doing but I was so happy when they said you know we're we're gonna start up again and um since finding that out I guess I mean I was in Bermuda for a month um quarantining they sent me there because of not being able to fly direct to the U.S. from the UK so I was there um kind of like as a like preliminary like state now I'm in Atlanta and we're going to quarantine for two weeks before we shoot. So they're, they're really taking the precautions to make sure everyone's safe, which is, you know, great. I got to say, worse places to spend a month in quarantine than Bermuda. I Did you get to pick from a list of places or did you just like, oh, I guess I'm going to be in Bermuda for a month. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I was really happy about that. I didn't get to pick. I would have gone anywhere they sent me, you know. It's like you don't really have a choice. But yeah, <laughs> it was it was nice. Well, you're also a drummer in a band. Kin just released his second single, L-O-V-E, last month. What's the response to it been like? It's been wonderful. Like, uh, I mean... It's so nice to see how much like people are enjoying it and we're just excited to keep like growing and writing new music. Um, but I don't know, it feels kind of separate from, from anything else, you know? It's just like the band. Yeah, <laughs> just a thing. Who cares? It's just there. It, it happens. It exists. Well, this this is my formal pitch to get Gerard Way in the band. <gasps> yes, you have the connection. Guys, you're making me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. That's too much. The question. So if you could sit in as a drummer for any band ever, which would it be? Well, in my mind, I'm just thinking um, Travis Barker, Blink-182. But if I replaced him, the band would become really rubbish. Like He's like so, so good. And also, I don't even really listen to Blink-182 anymore. It's like my, my like the child in me is just like coming out. No, that's important. You got to like you got to nurture those sort of things. Yeah, this is true. Um, OK, I pick, I pick Blink-182. <laughs> That is a wonderful choice. I may I pray for you that you get that chance at some point to just do a set with them. Oh my gosh, thank you. Ritu, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a delight. Oh, yeah, it's been great. Thanks, guys. Friends, we have time for one more thing. Today is the first day of the Republican National Convention. And if you've been thinking to yourself, we just haven't heard enough from the Trump family lately. The RNC has you covered. 
According to the lineup that the convention organizers have released, tonight, Donald Trump Jr. will speak. Tuesday, we'll get First Lady Melania Trump along with Eric and Tiffany Trump. Wednesday will be Eric's wife, Alara Trump. And then Thursday, we'll hear from Ivanka, speaking as herself, not a senior advisor to the president. We'll also be hearing a speech from President Trump every night of the week. One person who is definitely not invited is the president's niece, Mary L. Trump. Earlier this year, she released a book titled Too Much and Never Enough that cast a look at her family's history and how it shaped her uncle. Then this weekend, the Washington Post published audio recordings that Mary made of conversations between her and her aunt, former federal judge Marianne Trump Barry, and they were extremely honest. He was a tough kid, right? He was a brat. Yeah, yeah well, that's what I mean. I don't mean tough. That I said I mean to a brat or temper tantrums or whatever. I drove him around New York City to try to get him into college. Yeah. Turns out Marianne had a lot of feelings about her brother's rise to the top. And Marianne was the source of one of the biggest bombshells in Mary's book, that someone was paid to take the SATs for Trump to get him in at the University of Pennsylvania. And he went to Fordham for one year, and then he got into University of Pennsylvania. I guess he had somebody take his take the exams. No way. And he had somebody take his entrance exams? SATs or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. After the Washington Post story posted, President Trump issued a statement that read, quote, Every day it's something else. Who cares? I miss my brother and I'll continue to work hard for the American people. Not everyone agrees, but the results are obvious. Our country will soon be stronger than ever before. A, what a comment. B, I'm not really sure, honestly, which brother he's referring to. There's Mary's father, Fred Trump Jr., who passed away years ago. And there's also his brother, Robert, who passed away last week. So it could be either one of those that he was referring mm, to. Yeah. But I got to say, uh, all of this is pretty wild that these audio recordings, A, that they exist at all and that they are being published by the Post. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of them that was not in the audio posted was, he has no principles, none, none. And his base, I mean, my God, if you were a religious person, you want to help people not do this. The tea. I I can't. I mean, imagine having all of your family drama play out like this. All of the shit you've ever talked about your sibling coming out in the Washington Post. Okay, so I want to talk actually about the RNC and this lineup that is basically just his family. Um, I'm is that was that a conscious choice to be like family forward, or is that that they're losing some Republicans who don't want to speak there? Like, I'm just wondering what the decision is behind this. You know, there are other people who are speaking, but those were the, the highlights that were sent out last week ahead of the full lineup of speakers. The there were two rows in the graphic uh, that was displayed on Fox News, and the entire bottom row was his family for the most part. I mean, and that, you know, politicians, family speaking at conventions, that's whatever, that's fine. Except for the fact that I am old enough to remember that in 2016, Donald Trump Jr. and Eric were supposed to be running the company, have nothing to do with politics. They said that they were stepping aside, nothing to do with it. (laughs) Well, uh, things have changed. The year's 2020 and we all know what that means. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, right. Also, really quickly, the SAT thing is so wild that that's coming out right now, especially in light of the um, SAT college cheating scandal from celebrities that Lori Loughlin was just sentenced for last week. That is wild. And you know what? It's kind of crazy. I feel like you watch TV shows and you see like in these like teen soap opera drama points, you like see like teens paying other teens to take your SATs for you. But like, I've never seen that in real life. So it's like, of of course, Trump was supposedly involved with that. Having grown up as a poor, yeah, I never saw that either. But in this upper <laughs> echelon world of dollars, you know what? I, I can't say that I'm surprised that that's based in reality. Right. It, it feels like, you know, Lori Laughlin and her family, not the first, not the last. <laughs> All right, that's it for today. Join us tomorrow when we're joined by actor and climate activist Rain Wilson, here to talk about his show, The Idiot's Guide to Climate Change. And remember, the Republican National Convention lasts all week. Pace yourselves. Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to set your alarm so you never miss an episode of News O'Clock. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that... A success story. A custom radio ad from iHeart Ad Builder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.